Jerusalem's Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend, the fire in his eyes, seven stars, his right hand. Do you want to know the truth about the rapture? Well, you should if you're a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ, because it's the next biggest event of your eternal life. It will dwarf every difficulty, struggle, and care in your life right now with the grace and the glory of our soon-coming King, our Lord Jesus. Today, I'm continuing through what I like to call the Watch Therefore message, which much of it is a march through the end of Matthew 23 and through Matthew chapter 24. And I've recently shared uh, the first two of the four primary signs pointing to our Messiah Jesus returning to Jerusalem. Before going into the third, it's important to expose a false teaching that relies on twisting and misinterpreting a key passage that leads right into the third primary sign pointing to our Savior's return to Jerusalem. And as we see the truth about this passage, it absolutely destroys the false teaching, the, the, the lie, the lie that the church must go through the seven-year tribulation. But first, let's have a word of prayer, a brief review, and then get right into this. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to proclaim your coming for us in the clouds, our blessed hope, our great comfort that you've given us. You're not leaving us here. You're coming for us to take us back to that place you prepared for us. Oh, bless every viewer today, Holy Father, with the truth, the truth that dispels all the darkness and lies. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. And, and so I spoke before on the second sign pointing to the Lord's return to Jerusalem, most often called the seven-year tribulation. It's also called Jacob's trouble, the day of the Lord, and Daniel's 70th week. Our Savior speaks of it uh, in Matthew 24 in, in a measure of detail. He shares a lot about the, the tribulation in Matthew 24. Here are just a couple passages. Verse 9, then they will deliver you up the tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then down to verse 21. For then there shall be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And Messiah Jesus, he speaks of it through much of Matthew 24, verse 9, leading up to the end of the tribulation, his second coming back to Jerusalem. This leads into the third sign, the fig tree generation, Israel in Bible prophecy. It's in this place in Matthew 24, we find this often twisted and misinterpreted passage. Here it is. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven 
And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Certainly, this is our Savior Jesus returning to Jerusalem, like he said he would in Matthew chapter 23, which I'll uh, review with you in, in this program. The false doctrine says that his second coming is also the rapture for the church. And by the way of reminder, the rapture is when our Lord descends from heaven with a shout, the dead in Christ rise from their graves, and, and we who are alive and remain are caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will ever be with the Lord. And you find the rapture very clearly in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, which, is, which I was just referring to. And so... The Lord's return to Jerusalem is not and cannot be the rapture. The second coming of our Savior Jesus to Jerusalem is not the rapture. How do we know that? Well, first, the false teaching says that we in the church, we go through the entire tribulation, yes, and then as the Lord is returning from heaven in the second coming, we're caught up and then we make a holy U-turn and we come right back down to the earth. And so I ask my post-tribulation rapture friends, when do we go to the place in heaven the Lord's prepared for us? What about the judgment seat of Christ when we receive our crowns and assignments to return to the, with the Lord and reign with Him on the earth? What about the marriage ceremony in heaven? And most often they have no answer, and if they do have an answer, it's very strange, and it's obviously not true. When you look at the word of the living God, no, we've already been raptured. We are in glorified bodies and we are returning with the Lord from heaven in this passage in Matthew 24 that's often twisted around to say the second coming is the rapture. Revelation 19 proves this. If you're in Christ Jesus, if you've received Yeshua as your Messiah, then you can see yourself in heaven as the wife of Christ and the, the returning armies of heaven returning with the Lord. Now, stay with me in this Revelation 19 passage. It's so powerful. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, hallelujah, that's us, just like we're the wife of Christ in the above passage, and the armies of heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe 
and on his thigh name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And again, when confronted with, with this proof that we're returning with the Lord in glorified bodies in Revelation 19, when con confronted with this, some false teachers say, get this, some false teachers say, well, no, those are angels that are dressed in white and returning with the Lord. And I say, angels are the wife of Christ? Jesus the Lord is marrying angels? What are you talking about? No, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah. So you see, the Matthew 24 passage I read earlier, it can't be the rapture. The second coming of Jesus to Jerusalem cannot be the rapture. We've already been caught up and we're returning from heaven with our Savior. Aren't you glad? Look again with me at Matthew 24 and consider the elect, the elect which are wrongly taught in this passage to be the church, the elect. Stay with me. Here we go. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Well, if the elect is not the church, then who are the elect? Who are the elect? That's a great question, and one that we'll see the Word of God answer when I come back in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for 
for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv and also through the post, through snail mail at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And earlier, I told you that I would share with you what the Bible teaches with regard to Matthew 24, 31. Who are the elect? The elect here is not the church being raptured as the false post-tribulation rapture doctrine would assert. No. And, if, and, and remember, and this is going to help us get to the bottom of this. Remember, Matthew 23 which is essential to understand Matthew 24 in the last few verses. It sets up Matthew 24, and if, if we forget that, if we don't know that, it becomes easier to not understand or to misunderstand Matthew 24. Here we go. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house has left you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So by way of reminder, our Savior Jesus, he's speaking of three things here. Judgment on his holy city, Jerusalem. Judgment on the temple of Jerusalem. And that though Jews would be scattered to the nations of the world, just like the Bible teaches in many other places, and they have been, 
also like the Bible teaches, they would be regathered to Jerusalem and the, the Lord would, at his return, at his second coming, Jews would be in Jerusalem crying out, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Having said that, let's look again at Matthew 24, 29 through 31. As the Lord is gathering his elect from the four winds of heaven, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and, will, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So let me share the backdrop of what's taking place here. Here's the scenario. The, the seven-year tribulation has taken place. Yes, uh, two-thirds of the Jewish people in the land of Israel will have perished, Zechariah 13.9. Billions will have perished in the nations as Antichrist has been reigning and wreaking havoc over the earth and the Lamb of God, King Jesus, has been pouring out his wrath on the earth for seven years, such that the sun and the moon don't give their light like they do now. That kind of, of, of earth and universe shaking wrath is taking place, okay? And, and something pierces the darkness as the Antichrist armies are closing in on Jerusalem. Zechariah 12, Zechariah 14, and many other places as the Antichrist armies are closing in on Jerusalem, a light pierces through the darkness. And the Jews have no hope. The, the, the final destruction is upon them in Jerusalem. And they look up and they see King Messiah Jesus on a white horse and we following him in glorified bodies on white horses, just like Revelation 19 says. Oh, hallelujah. And, and so there are Jews who are still scattered around the nations to the north, the south, the east, and the west. They hadn't received Messiah Jesus yet. They didn't get back to Israel, but they've survived the tribulation. The elect are the Jewish people scattered to the four winds, the north, the south, the east, and the west, that are in the nations. They didn't return to Israel, yet they survived the tribulation. Listen to our Bibles in Zechariah speak of the Jewish people scattered at the Babylonian judgment. And think of that term, the four winds, like we just saw in Matthew 24. Okay? Up, up, flee from the land of the north, says the Lord, for I have spread you abroad like the four winds of heaven, says the Lord. Up, Zion, escape, you who dwell with the daughter of Babylon. You see, when the Lord is speaking in Matthew 24 about the elect that he's gathering, he's talking about Jews, the Jewish people who have been scattered to the four winds of the earth. It's not the church. Remember, also, as we think of the Zechariah passage, the final global antichrist empire is also called Babylon, right? Yeah, yeah. Isaiah speaks of this gathering of new Jewish believers still scattered in the nations at the return of the Lord. Listen to Isaiah chapter 11. Here he calls the four winds, the north, south, the east, and west, 
the four corners of the earth. Oh, the Bible's an inc our incredible book from heaven. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people who are left from Assyria and Egypt, from Pathros and Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamath and the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from where? The four corners of the earth. These Jewish people living in the nations who receive King Messiah Jesus as their Savior and Messiah are then gathered back to Israel from the four winds of the earth. These are called the elect by our Savior. That's who it is in Matthew 24, 29 through 31. Now, see this again, and then it leads right into Israel in Bible prophecy. It's seamless in Matthew 24. It goes right into the third sign of Israel and Bible prophecy. And I'm going to be teaching on Israel and Bible prophecy more specifically uh, the next time I go through this, watch their full message, Lord willing. Here we go. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And so... The fig tree here is Israel. This is Israel and Bible prophecy. And we'll, I'll show you in the passages, other passages in the Bible, clearly that Israel is the Lord's fig tree. Okay? So the elect the Lord speaks of in Matthew 24, 29 through 31 are the scattered Jewish new believers, which leads right into these passages about Israel and Bible prophecy. As our Lord speaks of his second coming at the end of the tribulation, we, as we have seen in, in Revelation 19, we are returning with him from heaven. We have already been raptured before the tribulation. Hallelujah. He gathers his elect Jews, whom he has saved from the four corners of the earth, back to Israel upon his return. This is not the rapture. We should watch, therefore, and be ready for the rapture. When? Today. Today. Now, I've written a book called The Gospel Truth About the Rapture, and I certainly want everyone to get it. But I was talking with a friend yesterday who has bought into this false doctrine. And he's, he and others who follow this false teaching, some of them are even bowing up their chest and saying, I'm ready for the Antichrist. Well, no, that's crazy. It speaks of the Antichrist in two places of, of Scripture, steamrolling over, destroying, killing, persecuting, overcoming the saints, the tribulation saints who get saved during the tribulation after we've been raptured. And it will be illegal globally, as our Savior said in one of the couple of passages we looked at today already. It will be globally illegal to believe in our Savior Jesus, punishable by death. But there's, there's such an arrogance and there's such a pride now rising up with this false teaching. Well, I'm going to stand in front. No, you're not going to stand in front of the Antichrist and do this, that, and the other. No, it's a lie. It's pride. It's, it's perverting the Scriptures to one's own destruction. Okay? 
And, and, and so, no, I told this man as he recommended a book written by so-and-so that says, I'm not afraid of the Antichrist or something like that. I could have referred my book to him, but you know what? I referred this book, which my book writes from. <laughs> I referred this book, and I said, listen, friend, our Savior Jesus told us to watch therefore and be ready every day. So if your doctrine tells me he can't come for me today and that we have to go through the whole tribulation, it's a bad doctrine. Well, he said, well, I am watching, and I'm right. No, wait a second. You don't believe he can come today. You don't believe that. You believe he has to come at the end of the tribute. You don't believe he can come today. But how are you going to watch for him and be ready for him to come today if you believe he can? Because you believe this doctrine. No answer for that. There's no answer for that. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy, folks. And so what I'm saying is, is this. Watch, therefore, and be ready today for the rapture. If you're saved, if you're not yet saved, you need to get saved. You need to believe that Jesus, he lived a sinless life. He took our sins upon himself on the cross. He died, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. Hallelujah. And he sent me to tell you he loves you, and he doesn't want you to go through the tribulation. He doesn't want you to go to hell, and he doesn't want you to go to the lake of fire, which you'll go to for your sins. We've all lied. We've cursed God's name. We've stolen, lusted, and, 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 and so many other things. Yes? But he wants to forgive you. He loves you. Call upon his name today, Lord Jesus. I believe you died for my sins on the cross. I believe you rose from the grave. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to be saved now. Oh, if you're doing that, listen, there's some information on the bottom of your screen. We want to send you some literature. We have people calling us. We send out literature, this, this wonderful little pamphlet that says, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. And then you are positioned to watch for Him every day to come for you. Oh, hallelujah. And oh, hallelujah. And oh, hallelujah. So do that. So do that. Let me pray for you. Oh, Father in heaven. In Messiah Jesus' name, if there's anyone who's calling, calling upon your name today, we say thank you. Thank you for saving them. Thank you for blessing them. Oh, please give them confidence in their salvation. And even if it's your will, Holy Father, by your Spirit, provoke them to call me and to get in touch with us so we can send them this beautiful pamphlet. Thank you, Lord. And for all of our viewers, please bless them tremendously. May this teaching tremendously bless them and help them prepare for the rapture. And that they would hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Well, time is up for this program today. And time is also up, almost up for this generation. So important to be ready for the coming of our Savior Jesus. And I like to end the program this way. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us when? Any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. 
the lamb who was slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and restore what 